We want to be your BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies Streaming with my besties. Get up your rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession. It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session. Come on everybody.
There you have it, my friends. You just heard Uncle and Lonely Soul featuring the voice of Richard Ashcroft, of course. That tune came out 25 years ago, making me feel old. Um, that was also from the soundtrack to um, Hijack, which is a new Idris Elba kind of series film thingamajig and uh, very worth watching on Apple TV if you have happen to have that. Uh, highly recommend it. All right. Welcome back to the Hangover Sessions. You are listening to the 290th Hangover Sessions, no less. And we have lots of good music coming up for you today, including the wondrous Francesca Lee returning to the show. First time since 2018, I might add, something like that. So it's been a couple of years since I last had Francesca on the show. She is a fantastic San Francisco Bay Area musician and singer, songwriter, so very excited to have her on the show again today. She'll be coming up around 30 minutes into this show, so stay tuned for that. Um, We're going to have a couple of songs from my playlist before we flip over to Francesca's. And next up, we have Marion Black and Who Knows, a track from the 1970s, which I really liked and um, or really like and picked out recently. And then another song that was released in 2014 called Lost in the Night by Palace. I hope you enjoy both of these. It's really good to be back. I know it's been a, a good few weeks since I did a, a show like this, a live show, I should say. Um, I've been doing a few reruns and all that jazz. So really nice to be back here on BFF.FM. I hope you've been enjoying all the lovely shows. We're in our 10th year of BFF, so it's a big celebration year for us. And there's so many great shows on BFF.FM. Please go and check out the website. You can listen to um, old recordings as well. There's lots of archive shows on there as well. And it's just the most eclectic radio station there is really in the Bay. So go and check it out when you can on BFF.FM, of course. All right, here we go. Here's Marion Black and Who Knows, followed by Lost in the Night and Palace. I'm your host, DJ Webbles. You're listening to The Hangover Sessions and Francesca Lee coming up in about 20 minutes. Stay tuned. Who knows what tomorrow will bring Maybe sunshine and maybe rain But as for me, I'll wait and see And maybe it'll bring my love to me Another day, 
Hi, this is Year of the Fist. And you're listening to... Hangover Sessions. This is Deuce Clips. I'm chilling with DJ Webbles. This is the Hangover Sessions. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Juicy Clips. My first ever guest on BFF.FM. Uh, hopefully we'll have him back one of these days. Also from the band Bang Data. Fantastic artist. Also based in the Bay Area. Go and check him out sometime if you can. Juicy Clips, everybody. All right, you just heard Lost in the Night by Palace. And then before that, we had Who Knows by Marion Black. Hope you enjoyed those two tracks. Next up, we have another wondrous tune by uh, an artist called Miso Extra. And it's called 1013. It was released a couple of years ago. Uh, Fantastic track. Hope you enjoy it. And then Swiftly Followed by Freedom and Fullamore. I've been checking out a lot of... uh, circle kind of uh what is it my analog journal and there's a boiler room kind of sets on youtube recently and there's just so much good dj like sets 
I mean, like SoundCloud and all that jazz as well, of course. But, you know, when you're working and you need to listen to some good tracks, highly recommend checking out those. Boiler Room, Minor Log Journal and Circle, spelled C-E-R-C-L-E. And you'll find all kinds of hidden treasures on on those three uh, as you go through the, the playlist. If you do like autoplay, you'll just get loads of good music to get you through your days. Uh, so Follamore played um, on a boiler room set, I think, uh, in Edinburgh at the All Play Festival. And it is just so fun to watch him DJing in front of a crowd of Edinburghers. I don't know if that's the best way to describe them. Scottish lads and lasses just having a good time at a festival. And there's nothing better than watching people having a good time at a festival. It just makes you smile. And, you know, even though you're focusing on other things while you're listening to it, potentially just, you know, every now and again, go and have a look at the video and just see these happy faces just having a good time listening. There's also a really good ABBA drop uh, during the set, uh, which I would highly recommend waiting for. Uh, yeah, that's Follamore at the uh, Boiler Room. On the Boiler Room, sorry, at the All Play Festival. And uh, this next song, or next song after next, is Freedom by Fullermore. And it's from an album called Manifesto. So yeah, check these out. Francesca coming up in a, in a few minutes, half an hour into this show. I uh, hope you enjoy these. Thanks for listening, everybody. You are listening to the 290th Hangover Sessions. Don't forget to listen to my sister show, West of Twin Peaks, every other Sunday from mine. And I really am grateful for you being here today, listening to this. Francesca up soon. Enjoy the music. Here we go.
We are Midtown Social, and you're listening to Hangover Session. What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd, Megan Slankard. I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things are saying fuck it and eating dinner twice, the deafening dissonance of a train's horn in the distance, and listening to DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions. New episodes available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. There you have it. Megan Slankard, everybody. Go and check her out.
It's got so much good music online. And you can invest in her music by following her on Patreon and get loads of good kind of early releases and all that good stuff. And her, she does a tea time show as well, which is really fun on a Sunday. Uh, go and check it out after you listen to Hangover Sessions, of course, and West of Twin Peaks. All right, enough rambling. Uh, we are going to finish with one final song from my playlist before flipping over to Francesca. Her live songs here in the barn sounded absolutely fabulous. I'm really excited for you to hear them. This is an artist I wanted to introduce to you all called Genevieve Dawson. She is from Edinburgh. And this is a brand new song by her called I Want. Enjoy this, everybody. Thanks for listening.
It's wondrous. It's wondrous. <laughs> You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, Hangover Sessions, and DJ Webbles with Tim Marco. All right. Good morning, Francesca. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah. How's the hangover on a scale of one to ten? Um, I would say zero. Nice. I'm I'm feeling good it's today. No hangover. Nice. It's good stuff. What about you? I would say I'm probably around. I would say I'm I'm a zero too. I'm feeling pretty good. It's a sunny day here in Oakland. It is very sunny. Been looking after my daughter this weekend, so staying relatively uh, <laughs> relatively sober to be a good dad. Um, <laughs> And that's Zoe in the background. She's going to be featuring today because she's actually here in the in the barn hanging out with us. Yeah, and she's going to ho- maybe introduce a song later too. Potentially. She needs to get to know these songs. Zoe, 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 we started the show. This is not going to plan. This was not in the script. Okay, so it's been a while since we last got you on the show. I think it was 2018. So there's I know. been a few things that have happened since then. I know. I mean, you had a... You had a daughter, you you have this beautiful home now. It's quite we had different. The pandemic. <laughs> we did. We had that, all that happen. And it's just kind of like sometimes I wonder where did the time go and yeah, what happened? I know. Five years, five and a half years you were last on the show. So April 2018, I was just looking, and that was like the 141st show, and this is the 290th. Well, congratulations. I've done a bunch more shows since then. And you've had a lot of really great artists too. Yeah, I've been very lucky. I think Donovan was one of my first... No, he was on the Lost Church show that I did, but he was in here a few... He was my first guest after COVID in here. Oh, I remember that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go with Donovan because I know him really well. And if I mess up the whole sound thing, he's going to be fine with it. Oh, yeah. Donovan's (laughs) awesome. He just goes with the flow and he's such a good guy to have around. And um, he was talking about, you know, not being able to play open mics during the pandemic. And it was just like licking people's faces is basically what open mics are like to play during the pandemic. Because yeah. it just went off. He couldn't do anything for about two years. We didn't. I mean, for me, I was doing a lot of I was doing a lot of teaching nice. with music, which was really kind of nice. Online and thing. Yeah. Remote stuff. A nice. lot of online which stuff. Which we're still doing, right? We should. It's, it's OK to talk about that. Yeah. A, you know, you d- you teach, um, I saw voice, songwriting, piano and guitar. I do. And then, and during the pandemic, um, I, I started these really amazing songwriting groups where I was, it started as, you know, I was teaching, but then um, it became more of a, a support group, you know, artists that wanted to have their songs critiqued and, um, and just develop kind of a family online yeah. and th- some of those people I actually never met in person but <laughs> but they're close to me and yeah, yeah. we had that bond which nice. was very weird that that you could create so that online on a remote yeah I mean I work in a remote company yeah now, so, okay but we have we do meet occasionally do you ever meet occasionally the people or have you just literally some of them you've just never met 
Um, actually, well, a lot of them I have met, and um, are they further afield as well? Are they, or are they mostly in California? No, we. Um, I had um, a few that were. I was there. Some were in um, Florida. Nice. Some were in um, Los Angeles. Okay. And um, Arizona. Wow. So different places. Of, yeah, I mean, it's online, so you might as well. Some yeah. Got a good connection, right? And you're in good shape. Yeah, because I mean, online, it's you can be anywhere. It's insane. Oh, and also one of my students, she was in France. Yeah. When I was I was coaching, doing some vocal coaching for her. Nice. So. How long's a session? Is it an hour? For the songwriting, usually it, an well, it usually goes an hour and a half mm-hmm. because there's a lot to share. But um, for teaching, usually an hour. Okay. Although I am a fan of the thirty minute, <laughs> just because you can get all you know, get to the yeah, point and yeah. get what you're doing. But yeah, exactly. I, but sometimes some people need more work. You know, like they want to work on something. If I'm co-writing yeah. with the songwriter, that we need a little time for yeah. that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you've been writing some songs. I see you brought out The Revelator. Uh, you brought out another single, Nothing. Nothing uh, at all. At all. And then um, also, more recently, Come Back to Me mm-hmm. is a yeah. recent song. Um, so, yeah, well, let's, should we start with a live song and see how we get on? Yeah, let's go ahead and start with the live tune. All right, what's this one called? Nothing at all. Playing the part 
like you were the king of hearts But you're not that Call any quits before you start Oh, when you are like a crab in your shed At the bottom of a wave Pinching at me Oh, maybe you got some insecurities Afraid of what might be so you do nothing at all And you left me alone in the dark And threw me away with my heart Letting me go Like I was nothing at all stuff thanks yeah this is the first first thing i played in the morning so <laughs> you know when you're like and i drink yeah. a lot of coffee i'm like oh i gotta i'm used to playing more in the you're evening <laughs> that's really great so that was nothing at all right yes and that was released in october 2021 is that the one so that one you know i i kind of did a yeah. soft release on that on Bandcamp, and now i'm Basically, that song is going to go eventually on my EP oh, or a full-length album. So it's in a way, it's kind of like it's it's released for. Um, it's not on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, it's not completely out there. Right. Um, but for people that you know are I've missed Francesca for the last yeah, and that years. are fans and support my music, I wanted to put something out there, and I I thought, well, I'll just start putting out some of these singles. Yeah, um, and just kind of get a feel, um, get you know see what people think of the new material and so far it's you know i've had a lot of great um response from it yeah. but yeah this is and definitely gonna yes well. and some inside, shows you did inside lands recently which is a fantastic outfit is it was it inside lands with drew i or did was it a new kind of look inside lands so um so drew yeah we did well that we did do something but i guess most recently um he, we had a little spot that he had his um, different songwriter friends go to yeah. the Bazaar Cafe for their oh, anniversary party. Yeah. Um, so I did that. Um, and But yeah, Drew's a really close friend and um, he definitely has me, um, Has we've done a lot of stuff. And yeah. I think last summer we had some more shows that um, he I joined him for, oh, which you were really great. You collaborated like live he, together? Yeah, we've nice. done some shows. We did one last year at Bazaar Cafe, um, and then I also performed for his birthday show with Peter Case, and that was last year. Right. And that was really great. That was a house concert kind of thing that we did. Nice. And you played at Blush a couple of weeks ago as well, right? You did a showcase. No, that was that was a little further. Actually, what I did was a North Beach um, okay. festival. It, it's not the actual North Beach festival. It's called All Day Music in North Beach, and um, it's where they had opened up various venues all over North Beach. So there was music literally yeah, everywhere. North Beach. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was kind of like, reminded me of South by Southwest, sort of nice. how they have during that time, like, you know, you can go to like any restaurant, any venue, and there's just, just music yeah. everywhere. Good so, weather for it as well. Yeah, so I actually played at um, 
uh, it was an Italian bookstore, a really <laughs> neat place there. But um, we brought the trio there. And who is the trio? The trio, well, we were talking about uh, Donovan earlier. Yeah. So um, right now, we're the Francesca Lee trio. And Donovan Plant is playing bass nice. for me. Um, Liam Hart, who um, is also pretty well known as a drummer, his, um, he's also playing with me. And then I'm also playing guitar and then um, piano or nice. keyboard. Yeah, shout out to Donovan. I know he listens to the show occasionally, so yeah, love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and he's also, you know, been doing his, um, with his band. The Leafs. The Leafs. The <laughs> Leafs. gets me that name every time. The Leafs. Names. All right, so let's get your first uh, two Desert Island songs. I didn't compare with the previous time we did this, if these are a fresh Oh, that's so, it's so different. So let yeah. me just, I'll just kind of refresh your memory. My last um, uh, playlist was more, I think, stuff that I was inspired by or like you know a lot of them were uh female singer songwriters yeah. and a lot of nine i think it was pretty 90s heavy the last we'll have one to look back I'll, I'll take a cheeky look in a bit so this is different this is like more of like what i if you come to my place in san francisco i mean of course my playlist would be a lot longer do you have a turntable um i do but it is broken right now ah. so i'm i'm going with the spotify list yeah. but this would be most likely on rotation. So nice. that's why I picked these songs. Okay, <laughs> lovely. And this is a lovely day Bill Withers cover. Oh, no, not Bill. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. So let <laughs> so me, sorry, I'll yeah. just get a little bit. So this is um, a song by Big Star. Nice. Um, a lot of people that are big st um, fans of Big Star um, said to me, oh, I don't even know this song because this song was a demo recording that came out on their um, uh, box set yeah. album. I, I pulled this off of Spotify. I particularly... Um, there, you know, they Big Star has a lot of great songs, um, but I like this song because I play it a lot when I'm driving through the city. I love the 12 string guitar, and it just has a nice raw sound to it, and it's just nice. very simple. So, anyway, <laughs> where are they from, Big Star? Big Star. Well, um, Alex Chilton was um, he was uh, you know Memphis, the songwriter. Right? Um, I. Maybe I have to look and see where Al well, Alex Chilton was originally from. Um, but he had so many great songs. And I, I feel like really, you know, underrated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you, for people that don't, are not as familiar. No, I'm not. Um, yeah. Check out just the studio albums. I mean, you can go on, you know, whatever playlist. Mm -hmm. um, There's so many good songs. I mean, nice. songs that really, to me, should have been uh, known more and I'm all, almost wanting to cover one of them. Yeah, um, and, and th keep it secret so you can enjoy them yourself. You know. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> treasure them. <laughs> and then Serge, Serge Gainsbourg. Uh, I mean, he's amazing, isn't he? Oh yeah. Well, okay. Another thing. Are we going to go down the list? Like we're going to do two. We'll do two back to back. Okay. So the other one, the other song. The reason why I picked this, I had Francois Hardy at first. I have a love for like late '60s. This song came out in the early '70s. French. He's the one that did pop. Je Tim, right? Yeah. This I, isn't that song though, right? This is a different, it's a different one. This is a different one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a different one. Um, but also if you listen to it, you're probably like, oh, okay, I know this song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, you know, for me, the music is always very dreamy yeah, and fantastic. puts me in a good mood. So. Lovely. Yeah. So that's why I chose that song. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Francesca. All right. This is Lovely Day demo version by Big Star, and then we've got, let me try this, Je suis venu te dire, no, that doesn't work. Je suis venu 
Tadia Kaje Munve. No. Oh my God. Do you want me to say you it? Go, you go, Wait, for it. you go. Okay, I have to, like, my French friends would be like, Save they me. always pick <laughs> Okay, so je suis vete tadia Kaje Munve. Thank you. Phew. <laughs> you salvaged it. Community Radio. All your friends are doing it. 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 Best frequencies forever. Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Et tes larmes n'y pourront rien changer Comme d'ici bien Verlaine au vent mauvais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Tu te souviens des jours anciens et tu pleures Des adieux à jamais Je suis au regret De te dire que je m'en vais Mais je t'aimais, oui, mais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Tes sanglots longs ne pourront rien changer Comme d'ici bien vers l'aile Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Tu te souviens des jours heureux et tu pleures Tu sanglotes, tu gémis à que ce n'est l'heure Des adieux à jamais Je m'en vais, car tu m'as 
Tu m'as ni pour rien changer Comme d'ici bien Verlaine au vent mauvais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en veux Tu te souviens des jours anciens où tu pleures Tu suffoques, tu blémis à présent que c'est heureux Des adieux à jamais, je suis heureux Lovely stuff. So that was Big Star, and the song was Lovely Day. Nothing to do with Bill Withers. Very <laughs> no. So way off the mark but, there. But that, I love Bill Will- Withers too, um, and um, that's actually not one of my favorite songs. <laughs> 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 um, the Bill Withers one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's been covered a decent amount in life, hasn't it? When I wake up yeah. in the morning. <laughs> it's been chosen. I will say it's, it's been chosen as a Desert Island Disc before on here. Yeah. I mean, of course it's a great song. I yeah. mean, all those songs are, are great. Um, but, you know, when you have so much of variety now oh to choose God, from, yeah. um, especially with, like, um, just having being able to get stream music, you do, you get a little bit picky with, yeah. oh, that's not my favorite one. I like how this. Do you, how do you discover music these days? Is it through friends? Because you've got quite a nice community of musicians as well that you work with, right? Yeah, um, well, I mean, discovering music, I mean, I through some friends, I um, I have a friend actually recently that got me into a singer-songwriter that I've been listening to this past week um, that's newer on my playlist. But, um, you know, I, I have to say, I mean, some of my music is on Spotify as well. I mean, I, I, I do utilize the streaming. The Discover s- Weekly. So, yeah, well Every that Monday morning. I, well that is actually I like those mixes because uh, yeah. sometimes they'll, you know, um curate stuff for me that um that I'm I never heard of before and um but a lot of the stuff I listen I tend to kind of default back to is a lot of the classic mm-hmm. music, rock and roll, folk, jazz. Yeah. I listen to a lot of instrumental jazz at home as well because sometimes nice. Yeah, I mean, I think as a songwriter for me because I'm so in touch with the words and I love songwriting and songs that, um, that you know, that move me. Mm-hmm. I can't kind of concentrate when I'm listening to a song, <laughs> you know, if it's like breaking my heart, these lyrics, yeah, it's yeah. like, or something, it's just really hard to focus for me. Yeah. Um, because th- it's when I listen to a song, it's like, all I can listen to is the words and want to listen to it again and kind of become part of that song in some way. Uh, so I do listen to a lot of instrumental jazz just to kind of like take nice. my mind yeah. away from... Have to engage in the vocals. 
yeah. side of it. Like, I, I didn't put this on the playlist, but um, one thing that I'm always playing pretty much, and I've been made fun of this before, is Bill Evans. I love Bill Evans, the the piano player, um, and uh, people joke around. So. <laughs> um, you know, there's more music than Bill Evans, Francesca, but it's just, I just, I love it. And also, I play piano, so it makes yeah. sense why I would listen to instrumental piano music yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice and then so all your music is mostly through, i mean you do spotify and all that stuff but it's nice to see you on Bandcamp as well because that's really important i l- to get money for, i for really like but yeah i love Bandcamp, and i think i Bandcamp fridays yeah <laughs> and i mean i'm just gonna keep on releasing stuff on there i mean of course i will get it out um the music will be available um on you know itunes and all the different yeah. um, platforms Tidal. and stuff yeah, I'm going to get it. But I think right now what I'm doing is I, I kind of want to release stuff to sort of in an sort of exclusive way. Nice. You know, you're and drip, you're drip feeding right now, right? You're it, dro- dropping songs every now and again, ready for the. Do I, you have the album like mapped out? Um, Pretty much. I mean, I, I have, you know, there's some things that obviously can be uh, will come up, you know, but yeah. I, I, I definitely have a vision for what I like to put out. And actually, I mean, one of the things that I really need the support from is obviously fans. And mm-hmm. um, so I will be working on, you know, trying to uh, raise some money for this project that nice. I'm that I'm doing. Indiegogo or Kickstarter, one of those? I'm not so sure yet. I mean, I again, I want to put out a lot of free stuff. And I, and I have been on Bandcamp. At one point, you, you know, you could just download anything um, because I want people to obviously have the music and mm-hmm. and if they love it then i'm like well i'm doing a good job with what i'm doing um which so far it's it's been that way with the material that i've been putting out also mm-hmm. the, the the songs that i've been putting out i mean are really a development of my voice my style all the many nice. many years that i've been doing this um so i ha- i feel like i have so much to offer now although um some of my catalog from years ago I, i'm thinking of also re-recording yeah. some of those songs yeah you yeah, know it's nice yeah I, we listen to my music in the car sometimes because zoe wants to listen to it Aww. and listening back to it i'm like maybe i'll maybe i'll record this again and do it in a different style you know it's kind of cool to go back we to can do anything stuff. nowadays yeah. i mean honestly it's it's so different i remember when years ago when, well, when i first moved to san francisco and um, I was in my early 20s, you know, every there was all these rules people would say about the song, how long it has to be, you need to put this song first, because yeah. this is the upbeat song, this is your pop song. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it just really made my head spin. And I I never really felt like I was getting anywhere, because there was yeah. always something that said, well, you're, you have to now do this. Oh, well, you can't do this. And now what's amazing about, I have to say, the, the, the positive thing about music today is that... Um, there's just way too much going on online. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and that's not such a good thing either, but but it's, uh, there's a lot of possibilities and yeah. rules are different because people now, an individual will curate their own world of their playlist and who, like who they like. Mm-hmm. And just because that In person's bubble, not yeah. mainstream, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to find your people that want to say, I love this music. Yeah. Do you go to many live shows? Still, do you try and get to live shows like local or big acts, bigger acts? Um, you know, I I do see I'm around a lot of music. Um, I work with other, helping other musicians. I mean, we could just bring this up now because we kind of talked about it earlier, but there's an organization called Bread and Roses Presents yeah. that I've been affiliated with for 
quite you know many many years, um, and they are a nonprofit organization that brings live music to people that are in need. Um, so or, or in institutionalized, isolated audiences. Mm-hmm. So that could be at a hospital, that could be at a senior home, at a, a food bank center, um, at a prison, yeah. at a jail, drug rehab. And uh, we have, there's a lot of different artists that perform from really talented amateurs to really, um, you know, obviously people that are well-known, yeah. more well-known or- artists. And and that is one of the thing, um, organizations I'm around a lot, so I help actually to look for artists that want to volunteer look their time. The artists, nice. Yeah. And like s- the A&R. Yeah. So, nice. <laughs> and so I, so I'll organize a lot of shows and I'll see a lot of live music. I know a lot of, um, obviously been in the SF Bay area for years, so I know a lot of musicians. My friend shows I love going to. Um, I, lo- I also love going to bigger shows too when I can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if it's possible for me to go to see a, you know, uh, an artist. Um, uh, I did see, um, I'm sure I saw a show af- after this, but I did go see Jonathan Richmond um, play at the Herbs Theater in San Francisco. Oh, lovely, yeah. It's a great venue. Yeah, yeah, that was, and that was wonderful. And I'm, it's funny, full circle, Jonathan Richmond um, was, most of you that um, know of him know of his solo work, but also um, obviously his band, The Modern Lovers. And I met him through Bread and Roses, of all places. I used to bring him to preschools to play for the kids. Yeah, (laughs) in the Tenderloin and the the low-income preschools um, for quite a few years. Um, And uh, so that's just another thing. But he was actually the last, I think the last show that a friend of mine said, hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I want to go. So Brilliant. Stuff. All right, so let's get another original song on uh, okay. by you, if you're cool with that. Yeah, so I'm on the, the, the keyboard now. Yeah, nice. This will be my last piano, and then I'm going to do, uh, yeah, I'll play some stuff on guitar. Two words so 
Wondrous, lovely stuff. Loving all these songs. I'm noticing some solemnness in the in some of the songs as well. But yeah, lovely. I mean that's what's what's been coming out, and um, I think creating a a vibey, moody album is mm. is totally amazing and yeah. great. And I think that you have to kind of go as well in a way, right? Yeah, it is. But I think also my songs, <laughs> yeah, in a way. But I think that, well, of course, I guess I'm like in a way. That's not true. <laughs> like, of, you know, like who are you fooling? Um, no, I think that like the but the also I think it's a way that you. So it's sort of the way that you also uh, construct the songs. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna write a song, right? And if I had everything in one sort of tempo, yeah. You can write really heartbreaking music that's slow, but it's all about the sort of dynamics, and they can be very subtle. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's kind of the genius behind yeah. curating and putting together an album and figuring out how you do it. Yeah. Um, and I think I have that, and I, I have more, you know, obviously that I'm working on. Um, but uh, I think that that's, I mean, that seems like the vibe. Also, but my music... It's also hopeful. I mean, there's something about it that has a, a longing thing to it, but yeah. it's also, I never write songs that are just completely like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
You can it, interpret gonna, it in your own way. It's always important, right, for any songwriter, I think. I think so. I think, you know? well, that's what it is, right? Isn't every song that we ever hear, it's never, we're never going to feel the way the writer felt. Yeah. You're going to put it in your own, your own mo- internal movie yeah. and fantasy world. And that's really, I think, what we're writers yeah. have a lot of, what our kind of job is, where we, we have our experiences, we put them in this beautiful sort of, uh, movie that lasts for I don't know I don't know whatever say three five minutes and um you create a fantasy world for somebody and a lot of it's nostalgic or Mm -hmm. for the person listening there there's maybe one word or a line that resonates with them from a memory or a feeling and I think that that is the beauty of music yeah absolutely. when are you thinking of releasing this new album When's it? When do you think it's going to happen? Well, the plan was that I was going to do the uh, finish the EP by the end of the year. I have hopes that that will happen. Um, I think it's totally possible for you me to at least come up the studio and yeah. And I think it's totally possible for me to complete at least an EP. I would like to finish now the full length. That's not realistic. I mean, I think I mean, it's realistic for next year. EPs are great though, like five tracks, six tracks, right? Which I pretty much have i mean that would just take a few sessions to do i mm-hmm. just um and you know to at least have that goal to finish it and then we can start getting it out there to the yeah. world ne- um, early next year um so that's that at least that is my goal that's what i want i hope that that will happen but if that doesn't happen um for this year then it will happen very soon mm-hmm. nice. probably very early in early next year Nice. And the ways to follow you are, you've got um, Instagram, right? Francesca. Yeah. Lee Music. So, Francesca, so so I guess at Francesca Lee Music, my Instagram, it's actually the first thing now, which is, thank goodness, comes up on the Google searches because it used to be another Francesca Lee. I'm not going to get into it, but you can look (laughs) for yourself and you'll know. Um, So now it's PG, uh, the, the Francesca Lee. Well, there's more to, a little more to the story, but <laughs> I am the first one. That, and so <laughs> Francesca Lee Music. Um, also, uh, I have right now my, you know, my website sort of um, uh, getting back out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's FrancescaLeeMusic.com. Okay. But if you go on there and, you know, you sign up for my mailing list, you get a free download mm-hmm. of like basically what is the rough EP. And, you're, you know, you're only going to get it. For a limited time, oh, so there you go. get on there. Also, you can buy the digital track, or you can buy on Bandcamp discography. I can't say that word very well <laughs> on uh, Bandcamp. Yeah, so get on it. Yeah, so the Bandcamp's easy. Just look up my name, Francesca Lee. Yeah. Um, and so, and just to make this clear, there is another <laughs> Francesca Lee from. I think it was an album from the seventies, and it's um. Spelled the same. It's a different one. Um, you'll know if there's a sexy woman on the front cover when you don't see her face and she's in some kind of leather outfit that's definitely not me <laughs> but i think you can kind of tell the difference um but i am loving the new photography that you're doing like the revelator was fantastic as well like that whole kind of dark oh yeah vibe that yeah awesome. i have this great guy um great photographer matt um and he um his name is matt dilge he lives he's based in new york city now but wow, um, how do you do it then? You have to go there. No, like, no, no. I met him to... in San Francisco. Okay, but he's from he's from New York, and then he okay. moved back there. I'm sad because he's an incredible photographer. Um, but he's he's shooting a lot of yeah, concerts. Fantastic. But he had that whole idea, and we went to 
where is that called? Like, I should know this. I, I live very close by there. But when you go, like, under the Golden Gate Bridge, there's that whole, um, like, like okay, so there's Fort Mason, there's Chrissy Field. At the end, Presidia, there's... Presidia, kind of like? Yeah, it is, but there's it's like a, it's like a military... Yeah. You can... I don't know. That's where we filmed, we yeah, f- yeah. Um, filmed it. We p- took the photos of it. Yeah. It overlooks the Golden Gate Bridge and everything. I can't remember. No, the name it's of like the under, but I always forget the fort something. Or yeah. um, anyway, we he found it was so cold that day, um, and very windy and freezing, and we had to climb up these old staircases. Um, it, it was quite a ordeal. It's definitely got. <laughs> but it's definitely got a vibe. It's got. I love the lighting of it. Oh, it looks fantastic. Thank you. Fort Point. Would that be the one? Okay, I think it is Fort Point. Fort Point National Historic Site, yeah. Yeah, right it's, next to it. it's just, I mean, it's so close by to where yeah. I live. And um, Where do you live in, in SF now? Which district? Because you've basically I live, lived there for most of your life. Well, you've been around. Like, you've been to Liverpool. And I lived in Texas. England. I lived a lot um, different places. But, um, well, my father moved to uh, the Avenues, the Richmond District, mm-hmm. when I was a child. So I've always kind of been hanging out around that neighborhood and there. So I, I kind of always think of that as home, but no, but I've actually been um, in the Cow Hollow okay. um, area. Nice. And that's like, basically, I'm down the hill from Russian Hill. Yeah, lovely. Um, kind of close to everything. Yeah, it's a beautiful area, but beautiful part of San Francisco. All right, let's get the next two tracks on. We have Mr. David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> you said Bowie. So sorry. <laughs> David Bowie, I should know better. I don't know where I got distracted. I always like test it out. I'm no, but you have the ones. British accent, yeah, so you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you, can, you can get away with Bowie it. Bowie Bowie. <laughs> it's his son's name. Uh, Soul Love, 2012 remaster. That's a remaster. Um, <laughs> That's, didn't yeah. come out then. <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading the whole thing. This is like, I've ordered a drink before and literally looked at the menu and said medium chilled beverage forgetting that I needed to specify the yeah. actual drink as well. Um, <laughs> like someone in love, uh, Chet Baker. Yes. Good choice. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I'm a big I'm a big fan. Where, I mean, how do you even begin to like choose for, but both of these artists? Like, what song? They're just so good. Well, I mean, again, this playlist, if you get six songs, there's other songs from a day-to-day va- basis that I'm like, oh, this is my favorite song. And I actually had Starman yesterday and i changed it to this song because <laughs> i like the groove on this song i, I mean yeah. it's just i don't think i've heard this one. Oh yeah it's a great yeah, it's a great song yeah. um but i just i love all these artists and I, I can't pick a song because i i like all their songs yeah i mean majority of it's them i like, like maybe desert island albums is what we need ideally you'd have like the cds the full album so then you've got more songs to choose from yeah you know, when you get cast away it's or maybe you have no music Do you carry cds in your bag <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I used to travel with a bunch of CDs. Discman, Remember CDs? Days. Yeah. And I would have all the, my little CD holders. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I moved they to were England. The wallets, the little sleeves. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when I moved back to um, the United States from the UK, I was like the majority of what I was taking thought, back yeah, was hundreds. my books and my CDs. And yeah. then now I just, then now where are they? Just cast, yeah, they're, they're cast away. <laughs> they're cast away, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're just God. gathering dust. There is a site you can use, not to go too off on a tangent here, where you can actually sell the CDs now. And I mean, they still have value because you can literally get the whole song off of them as well, which is fantastic. I l- you can't do that with streaming like a lot of the time. I mean, if you pay for premium, of course you can. Oh, right. You mean like the, like the, the bonus? The physical, oh, no. you know, the physical uh, file. Like the the MP3 formats or whatever. Oh you know, right, right. Still, you know, 
back in the day, we used to rip CDs. Right, I remember that. that stuff. We used to borrow off a friend. Burn a CD, yeah. <laughs> Can you burn this for me? Gone. <laughs> long gone. Do you remember if you dig deep enough into the Oh, yeah, I know. I used to have spindles and <laughs> exactly, spindles right. of like, um, yeah. Blank abs- discs. <laughs> I mean, I also had a lot of tapes too at one time, so. Nice. So we're going to do Soul Love, David Bowie. And uh, like someone in love, um, Chet Baker. Okay. For your next uh, songs on your deserted island. Here we go. I'm Forrest Guest, station engineer, and you're listening to BFF.FM. Oh, the cable's fucked up.
Lately I find myself gazing at stars Hearing guitars Like someone in love Sometimes the things I do Mostly whenever you're around me Lately I seem to walk as though I had wings Bump into things like someone in Each time I look at you, I'm limp as a glove and feeling like someone in love. Lately, I seem to walk as though I had Bump into things like someone in love. Each time I look at you, I'm limp as a glove and feeling like someone in love. Feel someone in love in love all right we just heard <laughs> uh we just heard chet baker and like someone in love from the wondrous Chet Baker Sings. Very relaxing evening album, if you mm-hmm. have a chance to listen to that. And then we also had Soul Love by David Bowie and The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, released 1972. Yes. Lovely jubbly. We were just talking about how the world went to shit after he died. And he was part of the bond that kept everything together, I felt like. Yeah. Like you say, he was a very prolific songwriter. Very. Pr- that's uh, what we were saying um, earlier is that um, whatever, yeah. If you want to talk about a prolific artist and oh writer, God, yeah. he's pretty much uh, he's in a clear example of that. And um, yeah, one of my favorites. I mean, I almost there's so many artists; it's hard to pick <laughs> ones for six. But I'm I was sorry. like, I can't. It's supposed to be eight, so well, I'm not helping. Well, so the know. thing is, on the first playlist I made, I put like I did, you know, another group. I put Jesus and Mary Chain. I was like, oh, I love that band. I was like, no, I'm going to put David Bowie over that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Not to say that, I, I, you know, it's just hard because all music has a place. But yeah. Yeah. So how would you survive on your desert island? <laughs> how, how would you do survival wise? I have a couple of days, like a couple I'd, of weeks. Um, I don't know. I don't Depends think. Depends what the resources are there, right? I think that if I was on a desert island, I might be out of luck. Are you quite resourceful? <laughs> I don't Do you feel like camping. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I I can do. Uh, I'm not much of a camper. I have to say, yeah. um, I I'm the kind of person that I can go to like Mendocino, mm-hmm. Ukiah, in Northern California, up 
the hills and then find like a, a hotel. Like nice. I find a I, no. Actually, I could do a yurt. Yeah, and okay. I've done that before out. Uh, kind of like glamping. Yeah, glamping like in the bar. hot springs, I can do that. Um, nice. It's not that I wouldn't do camping. I I did some festival camping. Because I was working at the festival, okay. um, music festivals back in the day. Austin, did you do South by Southwest? I um, guess that's less of I a pre- festival. You don't camp there. No, I, right. I did perform um, during that time nice. for like an unofficial showcase uh, quite a while ago. But I, um, I used to do some help, again, through Bread and Roses. We were having trying to spread the word about the great work we're doing in the community. Um, there was a festival called Kate Wolf. That was up north. That was a really great festival. It's a very and specific name. Is it like a... She was a singer-songwriter. Okay, cool. Yeah, she was very... You can look her up. She's also uh, very well-respected. Nice. In, um, was, what was the festival? It was actually called Kate Wolf. It was her... Fe- yeah, oh, it was nice. her festival, Kate nice. Wolf. She's also has passed on. But, um, oh. but our founder, the founder of Bread and Roses, Mimi Farina, who was also has passed on... Um, her, she was a sister of Joan Baez. So that's the connection. And Mimi used to also perform a lot at that festival. Okay. She, I think she headlined and did a lot of different things. So, um, so yeah, so usually Bread and Roses is next to the organization SEVA. They have booths that they are next. And SEVA is Wavy Gravy's organization, mm-hmm. his foundation. So um, it's, all kinda, it's all connected. You know, yeah, the Bay yeah. Area has a rich history, obviously, of music and so once you kind of get into the music world here or working for organizations that are doing kind of humanitarian work, you you get you meet a lot of different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact I said AR. No, A&R earlier. And I was A&R. paranoid that I was talking about accounts receivables, <laughs> which is a very different vibe. But artist <laughs> repertoire. Yeah. Artist and ec- repertoire. Artist and repertoire. That, that is right. That's that like is. my dream job. Like I literally would love to do that as, as my life. Like just to, you know, scout for bands. I, I try and do it on this show, you know. Well, <laughs> in a way you are. And <laughs> yeah, I think right. that's, yeah. It's, it's my own way of doing it. <laughs> it is a good, I think it's, a, I think it would be, it's a great, I think that would be a very exciting job. Yeah. But also it must be a hustle. hard I mean, too. You have, you have to hustle. But then also the org that you're doing it for is such a wonderful org that, you know, I'm sure artists are more than willing a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's just, it's wonderful work. And um, I'm, you know, I've been very blessed to just be in this, in this uh, Bay Area. And the, well, I live in San Francisco, but long enough to have those, have connected yeah. and kind of build up my network of people and stuff. You know, I wanted to move to New York City. That was like my first thing after, after moving in, being in, in England. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to go to New York, you know, I have to be a singer songwriter there but um I, I was having a really hard time finding anyone that was going to help me like put me up for like a, you know a few Platform. weeks to get my yeah. feet oh, yeah. like get on my feet and yeah. then I just said oh the next best thing is San Francisco but then I winded up meeting people right away here and then um performing so I just kind of yeah settled in yeah but you never know I mean yeah. I you still I have, would go to New York I have nothing still. holding me back well I want to definitely um one of the things with the new album EP, I want to start taking my music on the road. So I do want to go and perform in New York. I want to, um, like I said, my photographer is there. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely on the plans. But I, I want to, you know, I think spend time in all those places and just see where life takes me. Yeah. 
the journey takes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, let's get your next uh, original song on. Okay. So this one, yeah, I'll let you introduce it. Yeah, this is uh, another song that I um, recently released, and it's called Revelator. Lovely jubbly. Thank you. 
BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. You do a weird solo clap with a <laughs> surgical glove. <laughs> kind of unusual sound there. That was lovely stuff. I mean, all your songs are wonderful, Francesca. Aww. So good to hear them again. That means a lot to me. I've been really, really getting back into my work as an artist. And so um, I really believe in this material and yeah. I want... I wanted to get out to larger audiences. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you're yeah. on BFF now as well, which is great. You yeah. Know, get out. Have you played on BFF before? BFF no, I FM? don't think oh, nice. so. I don't think I have. It's so. a good platform to, to get your music out there. Really good community radio station in the Bay. Actually, Best of the Bay. You won Best of the Bay Best of radio. the Bay. Well, this is great, and I, I'm just really happy to share this material, yeah. the new songs and... Um, and again, you know, if you want to... Um, the, the studio recording is really great, Um and it has the full, the full band, um, some beautiful pedal steel on there as well. On this, the, the last track I played, um, Revelator. So again, you can go on Bandcamp. You can also look up my name, Francesca Lee. You'll mm-hmm. find Revelator on there. Um, you can only really get it on Bandcamp or at my website now, nice. which is okay. francescaleemusic.com. Nice. And Bandcamp is francescalee.bandcamp.com. Lovely stuff. Yeah. All right, so we're coming towards the end of the show. Wow, it's gone really quickly. So we, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Liverpool because you did uh, spend some time in Liverpool. You went to the I Liverpool did. School of Music. Is that the? So it's Paul McCartney's, uh, uh, known as a Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney School. He founded wow. it. Um, it was def- it's definitely his baby. Um, he he developed that school. Um, it's an arts it's an arts university. Um, the actual name is the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. Nice. For short, we refer to it as LIPA. Um, and um, yes, I I got on the, I um, was on the music course there. And Post-grad or are we talking like... I did the BA uh, music wow. course, so performing literally arts. literally after, after um, I always get mixed up here, but college, this was your college, like your, you know, when you were 18, 19? Yeah, of? pretty much. I mean, that's um, the only uh, formal college yeah, yeah. Um, that I went to and... Wow. Um, and I what it, trip, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, I mean, I just you know I turned uh, I must have just turned eighteen, and then I was there. It's and a big I, move. It was nineteen ninety nine. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a wonderful experience. Um, uh, I you know I I learned a lot there, and um, you know it's just um, I'm glad that I took that that risk to just go ahead and go on and do Absolutely, something out of yeah. my comfort and go for, you know, at the time, which was this big dream, like, oh, well, you know, and Not then I... at 18 either, like doing yeah. the, going that far away from home as well. I mean, I remember how hard it was for me at 18. I actually had to restart university because I yeah. was really struggling as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, really? like mental health things and stuff like that. I had to reset and go back. But, you know, going to... A, was it in the same country? I was in England then. Yeah. This is, you know, for you, you were completely changing. Like, yeah, but I was continent. still... I was, you know, when I look back now, the, my age then, I was so young. I mean, yeah. I really... I Liverpool's a great place to be, though. Is it? it was. It was. A, it was very much fun. I mean, I my college life was a lot different. I mean, we are <laughs> art. We're in an art school in Liverpool. I mean, at Paul McCartney School. Everybody there is first off. Everyone's head is so big. So like, <laughs> I'm. I'm at the Paul McCartney School, so everybody <laughs> thinks that they're amazing, and then you're amazing, and we're all special because we've, we're here in this bubble together. Um, but you know, it was, and so you know, there were lots of lots of parties, lots of very surreal, crazy stuff. Did you meet Paul? I did. Uh, I I, did I met Paul. Him. I have because he you had was a chat at, with him. 
he we, he talked to me um, when so he good. was at my graduation when we uh, he was giving out our BAs um, that you know the, well, the fake ones they give like you the on the, the yeah, right and so he was there and what? and then he shook my hand and then you know said basically you know something along the lines of like you know you very proud of how you know your accomplishment and and keep on you know living your dream and nice. and thank you so much for all your hard work you know it was that kind of thing but i still got to meet him and that's so cool and he then we had a picture um he was down in the lounge afterward and then we there was more chances to you know go up to him and speak to him yeah. he used to come to the school quite a lot actually um but every time I heard that Paul McCartney was there, everybody would freak out and they right. would say, "Oh my God, Paul McCartney is down in the in the lounge." <laughs> and then I'm like, "I'm not going like to." And balcony. I'd be in a practice room. I'm like, "I am not going down there. Yeah. I'm going to go the opposite way because I don't want to get caught up in that." Yeah. So, so but it was a. Vi- I mean, every few months I was at Lipa and I was there for three years because the BA course was a three year course, mm-hmm. like in America, right? Four years. It was three years. Mm. Um, I mean, I didn't. I, uh, I I would hear about it probably yeah every few months I'd hear that Paul McCartney was downstairs or somewhere or, yeah um, I didn't do the the one on one so one of the things I could have done in that school was that I had to choose between finishing my final project with songwriting uh, class or to do a final project which I wanted to make an album so I did that instead because I wanted to have something. To show mm-hmm. after, yeah, after nice. I would, yeah. but I could have had a one-on-one with Paul McCartney. Oh my god! Yeah, but what, the thing is, then I wouldn't yeah. have had the yeah, music. I mean, you don't want to put all the emphasis on that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And how how was your uh, Liverpool accent while you were there? You know, did you manage to develop a Scouse accent at any point? No, or? but yeah. I um, but I uh, there is a video um, somewhere, a very old video. Maybe you might find it one day when once it leaks out. But I did do an <laughs> MTV. Um, uh, reality thing that was they came over there and filmed me and I I, I picked up kind of a Brit, uh, American British yeah. accent whatever you know that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. muddled I accent. I have friends that live in Richmond uh, in London and they've, they've started developing that accent. Too. Oh, I sounded yeah, That's definitely. Nice. People thought I was British when I moved back to the United <laughs> States because I was still talking, but it it took about six months yeah, to snap years. out of it, and then I I found I just like to you know I think what it is is I didn't try to sound British. It's just right. that the the way I in the inflection and in words, enunciation, enunciation. People yeah. felt understood me more. They, right. they. G- you have to do it. You have to. Cur- I have to do it here all the time. Right. Because no it, one understands when I say water. No one. <laughs> no one. I've, I've tried to teach my daughter, but she wants to say it the other way all the time. I can't. You know. <laughs> you, but you have yeah. to do it to get by, don't you? It's yeah, and then of- and then also at the time, my boyfriend who was. Um, he was he's German, my 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 boyfriend at the time. He had kind of a British accent because that's how I he speak learned to speak English. English. Than people sometimes. So, so I'm hearing him <laughs> talk to me all day and then so I start talking back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens. <laughs> I know many Europeans that live on the main mainland or you know, the continent that speak better English than English people do. Like it literally they do, yeah. Danish, like oh Danish, they yeah. They don't they? They, they kind of sound like, like have well, a British, yeah, Swedish. Yeah, like, I can't, it blows me away every time I hear them. Norwegian too. Yeah, Norwegian. Norwegians, they um, because I went to school with a lot of Norwegians. They have pretty good, I mean, English way, a yeah. proper way of saying things. Um, they just switch between the two as well. You're like, what? what, what did, hang on, how do you do that? Like, you know, they're having kind of two conversations, two yeah. different languages. That's funny. 
Cool. All right. Well, let's get your last two uh, Desert Island songs on. We are going to have a special feature from my daughter who's going to introduce the last song in a bit. She's very busy right now, but we'll try <laughs> and get her out of that. Um, so the last two songs on your Desert Island discs are Stephanie Says by The Velvet Underground. Did you watch the documentary that came out recently? There's a documentary on them that's supposed to be amazing. I have to watch that. I have not I seen have not that yet. I haven't had time, but yeah. I... I just got around to watching my uh, friend of mine, Ben, ben Fong Torres. Um, he had a documentary that was on Netflix as well about this whole San Francisco. I watched that. Um, I watched it months ago. I watched it again. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Check out. That's a great documentary. But I have not gotten around to watching The Velvet Underground. When... What about Get Back? Did you watch Get Back, The Beatles? I did watch some of it. Did you find it awkward? No, I just, it was, it, you're talking about the one with the, all the, the um, one that, footage. Um, Peter, what's his name, did from Lord of the Rings. Can't remember his name. Right. Now, Peter um, Jackson. Eight yeah, hours of. Yeah, it was just too long. <laughs> yeah, it's a bloody long time. <laughs> it's a really long time. I couldn't focus. I, I had my guest, uh, the guest from uh, my last show, Artemisia, Ariel, was talking about it. And she's such a big fan of the Beatles that she couldn't watch it. Sometimes it was I'm like, just I'm like, like going to band yeah. practice. That's like, a lot of times, this is a weird thing. I'm the same way. When I have someone that I really love, like artists, I don't want to see them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, I kind of in my own, they're, they're in my precious world. Yeah, yeah, super. It's super, yeah. Yeah, so get back, tricky one to, to listen to or watch back. I would recommend it. It does get less awkward as it goes on. And then it has this, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. I totally did this on the last show. Yeah. But the fact that they play at the top of the Apple building and everything is just it's just amazing how the the ending to it the first one is really hard i would mm -hmm. say watch the second two watch the second okay <laughs> yeah i i did because that was on disney right they had yeah. you had to get that a lot of people had to subscribe to get that i did get that and i did watch i started to watch it but i yeah i need to it's go back one. yeah it's I just good to have on in the background as well you know yeah but i want to definitely that's on my list yeah all right, so let's get these on then. Went off way on many tangents there. But Stephanie says The Velvet Underground from Peel Slowly and Sea, 1965 to 1969. And then Pink Moon by Nick Drake yes. from Pink Moon. What, what yes. a song. Thank you for choosing <laughs> this one. It's one of my, I think it's probably one of my Desert Island discs as well, Pink Moon. Oh, yeah, it's a great song. I had other ones that I was might have chosen, but then I thought, no, you know, Pink Moon, it's a, it's, it's a great song. It's a solid one. And you know, they never managed to record him live. There's one video of him walking at a festival somewhere and he's like six foot five or whatever. Right. That's the only video footage they Are ever you got serious? of him. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because I, I have, that makes sense. We never saw him play live, but I did see a documentary about yeah, him. brilliant. And his mum was really talented as well. Have you she heard his was. Mom? I have heard his, um, I had a, a Mary friend. Mary is it? Mary? I, Something like it that. sounds familiar, but I have, um, she was, yeah, she had a really great voice. Um, she was also very talented. Um, a friend of mine about three years ago played me that for the first time, his mother's music, yeah, I mean. but I had no idea. Um, but it was interesting. I watched some documentary about him and people that knew him and sort of, he was always a very, there was always a mystery about yeah. him, but when you hear the, I think we're talking about the same documentary. I, I, I stumbled yeah, upon it's, something. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's just beautiful. People that were around him at the time. Yeah. He was, he was very um, despondent about how he was being received. I think he went to Oxford mm -hmm. University yes. and he just wasn't really being like received very well. 
Yeah. And it wasn't until posthumously, like, you know, <laughs> that suddenly people got into it. It was crazy. That's amazing that he there was never anything live recorded yeah. of him. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I mean, his, his recordings are just so... He Can probably he? did them in one take a lot of the time. But he, right. I think he was quite a perfectionist as well, you know, like in his sound. And he's such... It's so, And he'll never really know how, mm. mu- how much influence he's had over... Countless, a lot yeah. of singer-songwriters and what the, his sound, you know. So his mum was called uh, Molly Drake. Okay, all right. Oh, Ma- so, yeah, Molly Drake, but also Mary Drake, I guess. I had to, you know, sometimes they mix up the names right. um, for various reasons. Uh, but she lived till 1993 because Nick wow. Drake died much before that, right? Oh, he, he died so young. He was he, he was in his 20s, right? Yeah, it was ridiculous how, how young. But he was also struggling with depression. And, and he was living like with her at the time. Yeah. And then, what was it, like sleep? It might he have been one night. sleeping pills yeah, or something? Yeah, never came back down. Yeah, sleeping pills, overdose maybe on that. Right. So I knew so. it was a medical, medic, medication type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at least his music lives on. And back to Pink Moon, one of the best songs of all time. And just the sound of it. Timeless. It just sounds incredible even now. All right, let's get these on. Stephanie says, I'm going to say it one more time. Stephanie says, The Velvet Underground, Pink Moon, Nick Drake. Thank you, Francesca. Thank you. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Bringing the underground to the foreground. Stephanie says that she wants to know why she's given half her life to people she hates now Stephanie says Stephanie says when answering the phone what country shall I say is calling from across the world but she It's all in her mind It's all in her mind Stephanie says That she wants to know Why it is though she's the such an icy feeling it's so cold 
You just heard Pink Moon, Nick Drake, and Stephanie Says by The Velvet Underground. Yep. So, upcoming shows that's before we say our goodbyes and cast you away on your deserted island. I know. That's a, that's a wrap for my, um, my playlist. Yeah, um, thank you. Upcoming shows. I, wa- I wish I could say that there was something, um, not at the moment, but oh. there will be. Um, Do you do open mics and stuff? You just turn up and... <laughs> Jam, and it's kind of more in your thirties, sort of vibe, um, right? <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Grown out of that now. <laughs> I mean, I could. Did you do I, it before? Did you? Because you played mics, the Utah and stuff. Yeah, like that. I played uh, open mics when I first moved to the city. Yeah. Um, I did some. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely met people, got kind of started with that, but kind of quickly found also just smaller venues to play, mm-hmm. uh, like coffee shops and stuff to yeah, play yeah, in. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, but the open mics are great. Bizarre I'd Cafe is just out of this world, isn't it? I know they've changed ownership now, but it sounds like it's retained a lot it's of its great place. Charm. Yeah, it's great. It was one of the first places I played in San Francisco and one of the first shows I did. And that, yeah, the open mic there, um, I definitely, that was one of the first places I went to. And I still... We, play, we both played at Bizarre Stock, didn't we? Weren't we on the oh, same, like, I think a long time ago. person set or something? I feel, I we, definitely, we, we definitely played together, yeah. like, in the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, same day, for sure. Yeah, I'm just going to say... Uh, but open mics, yeah. I think that oh, um, there's a good... There's a big one at the Hotel Utah. Yeah. That's a popular 50, one. Like, 50 artists. I would love to go show up there one night. Um, but uh, great, great burgers. If you like burgers. Yeah, well, I used to play there a lot, actually, with my nice. band and stuff back in the day. And But that would be one that would be, you know, great to go to. It's just, you know, trying to find the time to go to that. But, you know, open mics are great because you get to meet people. It's a great place to hang out, play yeah. some songs, and then make new friends. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how this show started. Like, honestly, like, yeah. that was the that's how the network began, you know, because I used to love jamming. And when I first moved to San Francisco in 2008, 
that was my way of meeting people. Like music is yeah. by far and away the best way I've found to meet new people along the way. You know, I've met more people through music than any other, any profession or anything like that I've done. Right. Sure. Yeah, I, but I typically don't do a lot of open mics, and this is why, is that I already have... Um, well, actually, okay, so you, you were saying, like, do you have any gigs? There is actually um, something I can let people know. Yeah. Um, it's a little secret thing. I do play every other Sunday night in North Beach in San Francisco. Nice. With my father. He um, So he's a musician, a great guitar player. Um, I think that we might not be there for the next week or so but if you now that i'm on the show yeah if you follow me on instagram you will see notifications when i'm playing there nice. i i definitely post stories like i'll be at north beach and we don't i don't play originals there i do mostly renditions we do, we do jazz we do um standards blues rock you know it's it's really great, but it's a little bit of a different thing. So that would be something that I'm always kind of doing. But usually I don't. That's why I'm saying I always have these other things that I do on the mm-hmm. side side projects um, with people. So I have my own original stuff, but I'm also don't be surprised if you see me uh, in this in San Francisco playing a jazz uh, a jazz set with, and you're like, and you know, jamming, you know, at a at a French bar, <laughs> which is what it's, it's, it's yeah. nothing when we're playing covers. It's nice to, you know, it's a nice diversion at times. And yeah. And we're, and we're, well. we're pretty sophisticated with yeah. what we do. I mean, it's not, it's not like just a, you know, like you're going to your, you know, like you're not in, it's not, it, the covers are good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good And you definitely don't vibe. do by request. Like, right. Journey. We don't do that, no. It's more <laughs> just like, and a lot of jazz artists play at, like this place we play at called Le Petit Paris. I think it's 75. Oh, if I, if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. But that's some on Broadway street in San Francisco. And they have a lot of mostly, you know, professional Lovely. jazz players. But that's what the jazz guys do in San Francisco. They all, they all play throughout the week in restaurants right. and different places yeah. and was it tipsy's mr tipsy's that's a nice little place there's black cat as well which is oh awesome. yeah black hat i've been that one is is getting to be um kind of in the rotation i've yeah. been hearing a lot of people playing there yeah, and yeah it's different venues that stuck around it's nice to see yeah mr tipsy's i think it's like tenderloin-y okay. not far from rickshaw stop yeah you can easily walk past it well, the Tenderloin has history with jazz. I mean, the Bl- Black Hawk back in the day, yeah. that was a famous, um, if anybody wants to go check out some San Francisco history, this, this obviously, this is no longer existent in San Francisco. But if you look at Black Hawk, um, that was a, a very well-known jazz venue in the Tenderloin. And, you know, on Spotify, they actually have playlists as nice. well. Like you can okay. look up Black um, live at the Black Hawk and it'll be somebody... Fantastic famous didn't know that never heard of that before awesome thank you francesca all right well we are going to say our goodbyes now but we are going to close out the show with one final original world exclusive yes oh, and your and best your, radio voice there that i love the yeah. and your daughter is gonna introduce let's get Zari it up to introduce it let's do this she's she seems like she's busy now <laughs> <laughs> let's do it she'll, she'll be okay this is a brand new song by francesca lee called um did it we have a good time? All right. Okay. Thank you, Zoe.
know this life ain't been easy And these days I don't have much to say I don't know why we stopped dreaming Maybe we could start
was amazing. Brand new song? That's how, a brand new song. How recent are we talking? Um, so I finished writing this song probably, I want to say like maybe a couple months ago. Nice. And then That's I, cool. but it's on the list of I want to, I really want to get in the studio mm -hmm. and record this song. Um, but this is one of the songs that I want to include with the rest of what we heard today yeah. would be on that album. Lovely. Thank yeah. you so much, Francesca, for being here today. Thank you. It's nothing short of a miracle that we managed to make it work with yes. all the other, you know, extenuating circumstances. But I'm really grateful that you came all this way from SF to yeah, hang I'm, out. And I'm grateful to be here. This is a great show. And I hope that you have many, many wonderful Another artists. 300. I'm, it's amazing. <laughs> that, you know what? That's commitment there. That's consistency. It. It's all for the love of music. You know how it is. <laughs> More than anyone. Cool. Well, take care. Happy Sunday, everybody. Go and check out Francesca Lee on all the things. Uh, she has a website, francescaleemusic.com. Yes, that's correct. And then that's also her um, Instagram, Francesca Lee Music, and then francescalee.bandcamp.com as well. And her new uh, album should be coming out in 2024. Yes. Lovely stuff. Thank you so much. Take care. Safe travels. Good luck with the new music. <laughs>